Hey there, it's Colette LaBarbera and Bridget Whitney. We are pretty pumped to invite you to eavesdrop while we chat with some of our favorite badasses in and beyond the hockey world. The arena goal horn doesn't blow when people have success off the ice, so we want to blow it here. Did you say blow? Oh, I might have. Claudette likes to rap while eating kale and chewing healthy juice on our way to Super Momit, sell real estate, or change the world one philanthropic moment at a time. Bridge smashes coffee and makes up the words to her favorite songs, needs to set an alarm on her phone for almost every appointment in life because she's always late. She's busy managing her three kids, dancing addiction, and website for pro hockey families. If we lived together, we would high-five each other at 4.45 a.m. when I'm just getting up and Bridget is headed to bed, each a vampire in our own right. Both of us love our families, each other, and our insanely awesome hockey community. So pour yourselves a drink of choice and saddle up because the boys aren't the only ones with stories. Hey there, our guest today, Lauren Rodick Eberly, is one of the hardest workers we've ever met. She hails from Calgary, Alberta, and has been teaching music since 2009. Lauren owns a music studio in Calgary and continues to teach students online from her hockey home in Long Island, New York. Her passion for cooking has led her to releasing two cookbooks and one ebook. She's married to an equally outstanding and hardworking guy, New York Islanders Jordan Eberly. Jordan was drafted in 2008 by the Edmonton Oilers and has played in the NHL for nine seasons, just signed a five-year deal with the Islanders. He has represented Team Canada 10 times in tournaments around the world. These soon-to-be parents are truly the best of partners. Please welcome one of the sweetest girls in the NHL, Lauren. Hey, Lauren. Hi. Hello. Thanks for having me on, ladies. Oh, we're so happy you're here. Thank you. And by the way, you're looking too beautiful to just be on a podcast. (laughs) (laughs) Well, thank you. (laughs) I have to go teach after, so that's my excuse. Got to be ready, hey? (laughs) I love it. So you're, you're in Calgary right now? I am. So I get to actually be with Codette today, which I is know. exciting. I know. I get yeah. my business with you. I love it. And then you're on your way to teach. Um, do you teach, what is it, piano, voice? Are you teaching all of the above? Yeah, voice, piano, ukulele. And then when I'm here full-time in the summer, I have preschool music classes as well. Awesome. So cute. They're so cute. Where do you so, teach those? It's all out of my studio in Southeast Calgary. Okay. Okay. And then does someone else run work there or run do that while you're not there? No, it's all me. So when I'm on Long Island, then I just Skype all my students. And I actually have some students that aren't even in Calgary and I've only taught them through Skype. That's, that's, that's so incredible. Cool. So are they yeah. how are they finding you? Just through word of mouth? Yeah, word of mouth is my biggest thing. And then Instagram is always great for that as well. <laughs> right. Yeah. She's not taking any new students right now, right? You're no, full. I'm full right oh now. My gosh. So That's it's awesome. a wait list. Because uh, Kodat wanted to take some lessons. <laughs> <laughs> I might make an exception. Do you, want, do you want me on the ukulele bridge? <laughs> no, I want you on vocals. Okay. <laughs> you guys can do it. Did I you will- see? Did you see Easton's recording practice, like his recorder? Oh, no, I didn't. Oh, God. <laughs> Miserable. I was like, go to the garage. <laughs> He's just wailing on it. It's, yeah, I'll send him hey, to you. Hey, my question on that was, did you put him in the closet to play the, the recorder, or is that where you found him? No, I was like, go to the garage, because he was just wailing on it. So I'm like, get out of here. <laughs> that and violin, when you start out, it's like, oh. <laughs> Harper, our youngest, played both of those. Well, everyone kind of plays the recorder, but she actually had played the viola. And um, she gets mad at me because I was always saying it wrong. But it was very screechy. <laughs> but um, I don't know. It was kind of fun. It's always a fun introduction. I don't care what it is. Just any kind of musical instrument. <laughs> yeah, I bet. So do you teach violin too? I don't like, teach okay. violin. No. But could you? <laughs> no, 
No, I'd have to learn. Violin. You'd have to learn? Yeah. Oh, okay. I used to work at a studio that their main instrument was violin, so I heard a ton of it, but I do not teach it. <laughs> okay. And But Jordan plays guitar. Is that the only he instrument does. he plays? Yeah, just guitar. Okay. Does he sing yeah. too? He tries to. <laughs> yeah, he actually picked up guitar because of me. One year for his birthday, I bought him a guitar, and I was thinking this is going to be the worst birthday gift of all time. It's so selfish, and he's never going to use it. <laughs> and it turned out to be the best gift. He plays it every single day. Oh, I love that. I actually gave Ray a guitar one year, too, and um, he's, he never... He never, he never really played. <laughs> he actually tried for a while and his like until his fingers were sore. He was just hooked. This was before YouTube. So he was just trying to learn just through books and his fingers were killing him. But he he liked it, but then he didn't really dive in full right. force. But now all three of our now kids YouTube, can he play. Should. I know he really should. And all three of our kids um started playing last year. So we've got now all of a sudden we have five guitars in our house. We've got an electric. The girls they pick up the ukulele. Everyone's everyone's rocking out. So Ray and I now feel like we're left in the dust. You have a whole family band? Well, yeah, that's the hope. <laughs> I'm air guitar. I'm on air guitar. Oh, yeah, sure. <laughs> You're the backup dancer. Oh, yes, I am. And as an honorary Whitney, I get to be part of the band, too. Yeah. <laughs> I'll be the hype man in the back, though. It's just like, yeah. Yes. <laughs> Rank it up. What's your uh, favorite music style, then, Lauren? Usually it's musical theater. Mm -hmm. I grew up performing in musical theater, so that has a special place in my heart, and I love teaching that, but I also have a soft spot for country. It's probably my Calgary roots. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> do you write your own stuff, too, or do you just... I don't. Mm -hmm. I had to write songs in university, so I did then, and I have one song that I actually like to still perform. The rest were more classical. But it's on my bucket list to do more of. I have so much respect for people that can actually write their own music. Well, yeah. And then writing the lyrics is a totally different beast. So do you feel like if you... Are you thinking of it musically or lyrically? I like... So I'm actually working on one song right now. And I'm more the lyric person. Yeah. So I can write the lyrics first. Mm -hmm. Then add it to a melody. Okay. But okay. I have a hard time just coming up with a melody in my head. Okay. okay. Where did you go to university? University of Calgary. And as a music major or was that? Yeah. So my major is in music and I did the all around course so I could do education, theory, history and performance. And then I got a minor in communications and culture, which I actually focused on food mostly. So we got to go to Spain and just oh, study food so and <laughs> Great. got so, all of my passions in. Perfect. So you did that through university? You studied abroad as part of the program? Uh, yeah, we did a study abroad in Spain. It was just a three-week course, but we finished three courses from it. Oh, that's awesome. So one of the things I love about you, though, is you get into a little bit of everything. You always try something new. Like, you're always doing something. You're playing tennis, and then, like, yeah. <laughs> and you're cooking, and I love that. Like, you have so much variety to your life, and I honestly don't even know how you have time. Well, Where do you find time in the day to do this? I just want to say yes to everything. That's the problem. <laughs> That's what I've been working on in the last couple of years is saying no sometimes. <laughs> yeah. I've I've actually noticed that too, just being a creeper on Instagram. And I was thinking about you yesterday and I was like, how does she, Kodat, exactly the same thing you're saying. Um, how does she have time for everything? And then I remembered, well, first of all, right now you don't have any kids. So, right. but I had to give myself a break because I kind of beat myself up a little bit when I see other people doing all these amazing things. I'm like, ah, oh, I'm not doing anything or I'm not out, you know, like I kind of, I'm well, that person. I need to shut it down. But then I remember that um, I have three other people that I have to get places. 
Yeah. And they have all their activities. Yeah. So then I get excited for you again and then I stop beating myself up. <laughs> <laughs> I'll Perfect. do the same bone soon. <laughs> yeah. And so how many weeks pregnant are you now? I'm 16 weeks <gasps> in two days. So I'm Crazy. not sure when you air this, but <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, that's so exciting. Yeah, it is exciting. Congratulations. Thank you. Oh. How are you and feeling? I was pretty sick the first trimester, and now I feel like I'm on the uphill, but I'm still not feeling 100% myself, but that's okay. I was I, telling her, I'm like, doesn't it feel like the never-ending hangover? Oh, like, yeah. It just sucks. Yeah. I actually yeah. am like, okay, I'm okay to not feel great until I can feel baby kicking, because yeah. I don't need to worry as much. So yeah. it's either one or the other. <laughs> yeah. Have you have you felt the babe kicking yet? Not yet. Not yet. I, I forget when that happens. Around twenty maybe weeks, maybe. Yeah, nineteen to twenty weeks. Okay. I feel like. Yeah, so but hopefully yeah. Soon. And are you um, going to find out what you're having? We're not. <gasps> Yay! Be surprised. Did you guys find out for yours? I did. You did. We did There's not. Enough There's okay. enough surprises that day. <laughs> you did it for any of yours? Nope, none of them. Okay. You know what? And my uh, so my sister found out. She has three kids. She found out with two of them. Or no, didn't find out with two and then found out with the last one. And she was mad at herself for finding out with the last one. She already had a boy and a girl. And then my mom had always said to me, she's like, you know, there are a few surprises in life that are great ones. And this is one of them. So I kind of lived by that. I'm like, you know what? I don't. And I really didn't. I'm not much of a pre-planner anyhow. I think it just kind of. <laughs> wow. <laughs> so <Shocker. hate> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Jordan felt so strongly about not finding out. And that was one thing that I was kind of, kind of like, whatever. Yeah, we, yeah, I can or I cannot. And so I figured I get to decide everything else. But so. you know what? Now there's so many, like, there's so many good neutral kids clothes now like when yes. I was pregnant it was like green or yellow so now it's blacks and grays and Absolutely. a lot of white so I feel like you know what you could still load up on super cute things even yeah. clothes yeah. what about kite baby that I ordered some stuff online and they have maroons and forest greens and mustard yellows and so many colors that could work for both yeah so. and you know so, what you're still gonna spend the money after on on the stuff you're gonna get the yeah. you know the more gender specific clothes afterwards anyway. So you're probably saving some money, not knowing. Exactly. <laughs> um, and so when you have the babe, will you dial back on work at all or? My plan is to not to. <laughs> <laughs> so that's why I actually put a cap on my students okay. this year. Usually Good I call. just keep going and going. And this year I capped it off so that I can hopefully maintain it Yeah. while I have the baby. Crazy. Because so. like when I met Lauren, she had, I don't know what, like six jobs. Like I'm like this chick is the hardest working person ever. Like Thank shoppers, you. drug mart, her studios. And at the time you had one in Edmonton and in Calgary. Yeah, and then I think I was probably still working at the post office. Yeah, like it was steep tea and then pampered chef. And honestly, this girl could just not put more on her plate. So, I mean, I hope you dial back a little bit. But <laughs> so it's find the balance. And maybe I'll have a really good sleeper, so then during nap time, I can get all of it done. Yeah. <laughs> we'll see. Uh, I'm interested to see Fingers how you crossed. guys... Yeah. yeah. I'm interested because it's going to be different, but yeah, I feel I, like you'll do it. But. I actually haven't even booked a maternity leave yet because a lot of my students have already paid for it the entire year and they're uh, scheduled for the whole year, so they're just booked in even <laughs> over my duty. And my sister-in-law is telling me, you need to give yourself at least yeah. a couple weeks to recover, so I'm... That's 
play it by ear. Right. But that's kind of tricky to do, too, because, I mean, you know, your due date, but that doesn't mean you're having your baby that day. So it's kind of... It could be two weeks late or... Well, I'm sure your students will be understanding and excited, you know, for for a little break. And then guess what? You get to navigate. This is a whole new world for you. So you get to navigate it on your own. Well, with Jordan, obviously, but um, I don't know. Just give yourself a break and go with it. Yeah. You know, let it flow. Do what feels right for you. I feel like that's like always not that you asked for my advice, but people are always giving (laughs) child bearing advice. (laughs) The best advice is do what works for you. Right. That's it. Exactly. Pretty simple. Yeah. And we'll figure that out. Yeah. Yeah. Do you know where, so what's your due date? March 7th. And (laughs) that exact week, if I end up being on time, well, I'm having the baby on Long Island so that Jordan can meet the baby. Yeah. (laughs) But he is in Calgary, Edmonton, Vancouver that week. That's kind of wild. So we'll see. I'm like, maybe it's better if I'm early or late because (laughs) then it will be a closer flight for him to get home yeah that's true yeah he'll get you had a crazy story i think when you were pregnant i don't where was he oh jason oh he's in montreal okay (laughs) playing not playing in montreal just in montreal kodak playing yeah playing in montreal and then he got home at like three in the morning and then i was um like in labor around seven is this Ryder or easton Rider. Okay. Easton, okay. I was induced, remember? Because mm-hmm. I was miserable. <laughs> and then was it him that you gave birth and then he went on a two-week road trip? Yeah, then he went on a trip right after. Right. Yeah. <laughs> so, thank God. You probably know all about that too, Bridge. <laughs> yeah, there's all kinds of... Ray didn't make it back in time for me. He was in... I was in Columbus. He was... Uh, I think he was playing in Toronto. So he's trying to get back. Um, didn't quite make it, but ended up coming, you know, within minutes after I delivered. And then with Hudson, Hudson was a lockout baby, which was awesome timing. And then yep. Harper, well, Hannah and Harper were both born at the beginning of April. So it was right at the end of the season. And both years, the guys didn't, Ray was on a team that didn't make the playoffs. So it was, the timing was pretty awesome. I mean, he may or may not have, he was there when <laughs> Harper was born, but then the season ended like, the next day they had one more game and then it was off. So I had him around, which was, I didn't plan it that oh. way, but it sure worked out well. Yeah. Being so far from home, I'm trying to figure out a game plan. My sister-in-law is a doula. She's having her third <laughs> baby this week, <laughs> but I'm hoping to have her out there. So at least I have someone if yeah. Jordan can't be there. Yeah, yeah. Right. That would be awesome. Yeah. The someone will need to be there. I always made sure too, that I had someone a yeah. couple weeks before, a couple weeks after I just needed someone to be in the window. Exactly. Yep. And I actually got to be Uh, that person for a girlfriend once too. Well, I wanted to. I was visiting uh, Cindy Horkoff and she was waiting. She was due. I was visiting her in Detroit. The guys were on the road and she was like, hey, well, do you mind just staying here? Like just in case I go into labor and Sean's not there. And I was like, oh my God, yes. Like I want to be, I want to be the, you know, the, the husband in the room. (laughs) Yeah. I kind of felt, I felt bad that I was wishing for him to not get home. And for me to be there, but anyways, it didn't happen. He got to be there, but yeah, for oh, a little darn. while. I know, me darn. So, Lauren, you've had you've had clearly multiple jobs. What was your first job ever? My well, my if you don't count babysitting, okay, <laughs> babysitting oh, probably oh. in grade four. Yeah. <laughs> um, in grade nine, I started working at Shoppers Drug Mart, so that was my first job, and I kept that until I moved to New York two years ago. <laughs> wow. But at the I same that discount. <laughs> I love shoppers. <laughs> Were you at the same store 
at the same store I, for that one? That- Two different stores, but I had the same manager the whole time. So when she moved to a different store, I followed her. That's awesome. I love it. Your fiance is Jordan Everly and you're, you've got your shopper's tag on. I love it. Like you just stayed down to earth and that's one of my favorite things about you. Yeah. Where are you from? Where did you say you were from? Well, I say I'm from Calgary because I've been here mm-hmm. since grade four, okay. uh, but I was born in Winnipeg. And then I moved to Cal- I lived there for four years, and then I moved to Calgary for a year, and then I moved to White Rock, BC, for three years, and then back to Calgary. Okay, so, so what was ma- what was uh, what were the causes of the moves? My dad's job. Okay. So I'm the youngest of four, so I got the good deal. We mostly got to stay in one spot for my upbringing, mm-hmm. but for my older siblings, they moved around a ton. Yeah, and are the yeah. are you close because of that? Do you feel like, or not for necessarily? Sure. Yeah. And the funny thing too is I have always leaned on my mom for Jordan being away so much because my dad traveled all week and would only be home maybe on the weekends. So she really held down the fort and knew what it was like to have a traveling spouse. So Mm -hmm. she's been so helpful. Yeah. Um, My mom was the same. My dad was in sales and so he traveled a ton and it was just my sister and I, but my mom ran the ship. So I feel like my life in hockey, you know, kind of echoed hers as well. I For just, sure. I just, you just kind of do it. You do it. Yeah. And the moving too, like we, my dad transferred for work all the time. Oh, okay. So we moved just so often. So when people are like, oh, how's it moving with hockey? I'm like, it's fine. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> See, and that's something that I did not do because I grew up in this, I was born in the same hometown that I grew up in, graduated in. My parents still live there. So I, I never moved until Ray. And now we've been a little bit everywhere. So I loved the adventure part of it, but it was definitely foreign to me. Right. Yeah. I was so spoiled that Jordan started in Edmonton because yeah, it was a three-hour drive. So even doing long distance from Calgary to Edmonton, I could just pop over and see him even <laughs> one day. Yeah. So, yeah, but were you a Flames fan? Yeah. I'm not even a hockey fan. Oh, okay. So that would have been good because that might have been a, that might have been a deal breaker. <laughs> when I came to Edmonton and you'd already been on the team for I don't even know how many years, like a long time. Five, seven, I don't know. She still didn't know how to get to the rink. <laughs> she did not know how to drive there. Yeah, it's so bad. If Bree didn't go with me, I wouldn't know how to get there. In Edmonton? Yeah, yeah it was bad. It was what? Really bad. Why? What did you do? What were you doing? Sleeping when you went there? I just didn't go a lot. And then what oh. did Oh, someone would drive me, so I wouldn't pay attention. <laughs> she did not know how to get there. By the time I got there, she still did not know how to drive to the rink. I was mind blown. The I, best was after one game. Bree always tells this story as my most embarrassing story. <laughs> I went up to one of the goalies' wives after the game. I was like, your husband had such a good game. And she goes, my husband wasn't playing. Oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> and so Jordan said, just just stop talking to people about the game. <laughs> don't, don't talk hockey. Yeah. Ask how their day was. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> how did you guys meet then? We met in high school. We oh. started dating in grade 10. So he, his family, he's from Regina, but his family had moved to Calgary. So we met in grade 10 and started dating then. And then he actually moved back to Regina by grade 11 for the WHL. Mm-hmm. So we started our long distance journey pretty quick. Yeah, no kidding. Oh, so sorry. So Edmonton was your first NHL team. And who was your first friend there? Was it Bree? Well, the first year I was there, Bree wasn't there yet. Oh, okay. So it's a little bit different because since I was not living there, 
I, and I was from Calgary and all our families from Calgary. Every time I go up, I drive with his family or my family or friends. So, and could I, you know this, but in Edmonton, there's a family lounge and then there's a wives lounge. Mm-hmm. So the whole first year I never even went in the wives lounge cause mm-hmm. I'd always be there with family, mm-hmm. but Jamie Jones and Jen Dubnik were the Two oh, sweet okay. girls that would always Aww. pick me up if I was alone and drive me to the games. Hence why I didn't know how to get there. <laughs> <laughs> and two very awesome girls. They yeah. were both super welcoming when I was there too. So sweet. Yeah. But then by the second year, Brie came and her and I were kind of in the same boat because I was traveling from Calgary. She was dri- traveling from Red Deer. Right. So we'd always be there at the same times. And we had our seats over in a different section that the women that lived there <laughs> were in a different section. Okay, let's talk about that. Let's talk about that. <laughs> Because Edmonton, does Edmonton split everyone up still? Like when Ray played for a small period of time in Edmonton and we were, there were some in the same section, but I, I mean, I think he played eight games there. So, um, you know, now that is Roger's place. I don't remember. I was at Roger's place for one year, but I don't remember what they did there. I want to say now it might all be in the same section, but when it was Rexall, they did split it up. So yeah. And I think yeah. they just couldn't get everyone in the same spot. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. so if you lived there, everyone was together. And then if you didn't live there. Right. <laughs> so if you just had a random girlfriend, you were your seats were somewhere else. Exactly. Because well, I, 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 yeah, I didn't sit by you. Like my seats were by Julie Hemsky, Julie Petrie. Okay. Um, Ashley Smead, but then, yeah, like, so a few of us would be together and then a few would be kind of spread out. Cause I didn't sit right. by you at like, yeah, for summer, yeah. at least the first year, Jamie Jones and Jen Dubnik were by me. So I don't know why, yeah. but yeah, it was an interesting split up, but I think now everyone's together. Well, and good. I think it differs from team to team. What's, what do the Islanders do? Everyone's together mostly. Yeah. You know what? Yes, everyone's together because we don't actually have consistent seats. Oh, seriously? Yeah, you have to request your seats based on how many people Mm -hmm. you have coming to the game. And then they'll put you somewhere. Okay. Yeah. I think, too, some teams, like, they put the girls all together, which is always great. But often if they're coming, sometimes we come late. Sometimes, So I think some teams were splitting them up so that there wasn't like a whole empty section if the girls are all sitting in the wives room. And all of a sudden there's like two rows of empty seats. (laughs) Right but then, also, yeah. area. Right. I feel like for those, like the Canadian teams, like I remember being in Vancouver and we were split up just because fans were kind of weird. And then also season tickets. So season ticket right. holders had their tickets forever. Mm-hmm. You couldn't put us in one big section. And then we we're also just targeted more if you're all together like that. But right, like people could pick you out, right? Yeah, that's true. Yeah, that's- and those big market, I mean. Canadian cities, it's it's a different situation than some of the smaller market U.S. Right. ones. How's the new arena in New York? Is it new? Did they, they build it new? So they're building one right now. Okay. Mm-hmm. So the home games half, it might be a bit more than half this season, but half the games are on Long Island in the Coliseum, which is their old rink. Okay. And okay. then half the games are in Brooklyn. Okay. That's yeah, kind of which- fun. Is it wild or you don't think it's fun? It's quite a trek. Is it fun? And then I saw her face and she's like, uh. (laughs) Is it fun though, Bridget? (laughs) I I just don't get there a lot. So it's such a trek out. But if you can make a day of it, then it's fun. Yeah. Because then you can go explore the city. Do you have like a fun group of girls? Do you guys 
go together and do that kind of stuff or yeah i feel like if it's on there's so many kids so if it's on long island then a lot more people will be going to the games while if it's in brooklyn it kind of depends who's going how long how long does it take to get to brooklyn so the train from long island to brooklyn is about 50 minutes like five zero okay and then you just have to get to the train and then you have to walk. So I give myself probably an hour and a half total. And the Ugh. train only goes every hour. No. And yeah. then you go back. We usually drive back. But that can be anywhere from an hour to an hour and 45 minutes, depending on how much traffic is. So it kind of feels like the home games are away games. Yeah. When they're- okay. So I take back my whole that sounds fun comment. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, actually, when they were in playoffs and they were playing in Brooklyn, they just stayed in Brooklyn. Okay. Yeah. Makes, yeah. That does make sense. Rent and an so, apartment in Brooklyn for the playoffs. Yeah. Right. <laughs> but, and so how did that trade end up going for you? Because I know I saw you right before when you guys felt like you were getting traded, and that was right. obviously your first trade. And then it happened during the off season, so a little bit easier yeah that that was definitely a blessing I feel like for two years there was trade talks yeah so I kept thinking oh it's gonna happen and then my students would be like well what's gonna happen if you get traded what are you gonna do with your studio and then finally I was at the point where I thought okay they've been talking about this for so long we're just not gonna get traded (laughs) (laughs) and then we did so we actually got traded I think I remember the date because it was like a month before our wedding so June 22nd, I was actually, Jordan was home in Calgary because they were done playing hockey. Yet. And I was in Edmonton driving around doing Pamper Chef and steep tea deliveries. <laughs> oh, I love you. And I get a call from Jordan on my car phone and he tells me the news. So I am just a mess and bawling because, you know, mm-hmm. you yeah. play far and, and I'm instantly thinking, well, what am I going to do with my studio? All my students have already signed up for next year. What are we going to do with our house? And yeah, so yeah, it's, it's overwhelming. And then you have to compartmentalize, you have to split all your tasks into pieces. Especially when you have so much going on, so much for yourself going on, and then you've got to pick up and move countries, right? You know, and it's not easy to get to the other side, like of North America, like that other end but it's a big change but yeah it was definitely a blessing it was in the summer I always say I know a lot of people as you've done the guy (laughs) leaves within 24 hours and you're stuck to figure it all out so I had the whole summer to pack up our house and move it and I pretty quickly went to New York and found a place for us to rent Mm -hmm. that always feels good it feels good to do that right away I think Mm. for sure and then I just started figuring out what my new studio was going to look like Mm. so I had to let go of a ton of my Edmonton students, which was really Mm -hmm. sad, but I was able to keep all my Calgary students. And then some of my Edmonton students decided to take on the Skype FaceTime Mm -hmm. lessons. So I am still teaching some of them from when I am in Long Island and in Calgary. Yeah. Did you, did you already have that going on before you moved to Long Island, the Skype lessons? I did have that concept going on a little bit because Mm -hmm. I would go back and forth between Calgary and Edmonton. Okay. So luckily I had that style in my brain, but I had never like just had a student via Skype or had the majority via Skype. Mm -hmm. So it was definitely a change, but I'm really glad it's worked out so well. Now I can keep doing it. Well, that's good. Especially without a work visa. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah, exactly. 
important. Like, and you're so independent that way. And it's important to keep that and that you've been able to manage that. Right. To give me that extra purpose, even when they're gone and I'm in New York. Yeah. Yeah. When I heard that you had been traded, I was excited for you because I knew of your musical theater background and I knew that you were going to be, you know, in the heart of New York and you could enjoy it all. But, you know, I guess for me, I was I was more excited for that for you than I wasn't really thinking about your music students. I was thinking about, <laughs> I don't know, just well, throwing you yourself into she, New York City. Yeah. And you see that she explores so much. So you're like, okay, yeah, yeah for sure. Yeah. She's going to get right into this. Yeah. Right. Definitely take on Broadway. <laughs> yeah. We have so many visitors that anytime someone's coming, I'm like, what show do you want to see? And then I even just take myself on matinee dates. Oh, 100%. <laughs> I went with Ray last year. I tried it. He goes to New York a few times a year for work, and I try and just tag along when I can. And last year, I ended up staying, like extending my stay by three days. He had to. He was going back home, and I'm like, the kids don't have sports. Nothing's going on. I'm like, can I just stay? And I have a couple of friends in the city too, so I just hit like three more shows in a couple of days, and I was yeah. in heaven. I should have called you. You should have. I just. I will. I just was so on my own program. You know, when you're when you're there, and you're like, okay, I want to see this. I want to see that. I want to go here, there, and I don't know. It was kind of nice. Well, it is funny because I think people don't realize too when they're just going on a trip, they'll say, oh, come meet me here, and they'll give me no notice, and they don't realize I have a huge trek to get into the city. Yeah, (laughs) not that easy. And probably too because I post of being in the city, so people think I can just skip on over there. Yeah, get there right away. Yeah. So then what does a day off look like for you guys? Do you guys go explore together or does he like to chill? He definitely likes to chill. Jordan probably hasn't seen any of the New York tourist Uh. spots. (laughs) But you know what? Mostly for birthday gifts, Christmas gifts, that kind of thing. He'll get me a Broadway ticket or something like that. So that's when I know I can get him into the city. (laughs) Okay. But yeah, usually if he has a day off, he likes to chill. I find that hard. Yeah. I find that hard because it's, of course they want to chill because they're always traveling and doing stuff. But then at the same time, you got to take advantage of these places that you're living in. Right. But that's where girlfriends come in. (laughs) (laughs) That's true. Yeah. But then there's something too, where you're like, come and explore with me. Let's have, let's have this little experience together. But it, It is tricky because you're appreciating the fact that he needs some rest. Right. Absolutely. Well, because I wish we would have taken advantage when we lived in L.A., but traffic, everyone knows the traffic there is literally no joke. And so we try to do something on a day off, but you sit in traffic one way for four hours and you're like, forget it. You need a helicopter there. (laughs) <laughs> yeah. yeah we are getting Isn't paid so much there should be an LA I have a girlfriend well kind of mutual friend um anyways uh a friend in LA and he had signed with the Dodgers pretty hefty contract and right away she was like I just don't know about the the traveling and all the uh traffic and everything I go uh I think with that contract you should be able to get yourself yeah. a helicopter and be just fine <laughs> You'll be just fine. Just fine. Frugal. I love it. She didn't. But anyways, it was fun to throw that out. So one fact that I love about Lauren is that she doesn't wear jewelry and she never has her wedding ring on. And she, again, does not have her wedding (laughs) ring on as we sit here. I put it on like when I leave the house, but as soon as I get home, I take it off. Yeah. But I'm like, but I take it off as soon as I get home, but I feel naked without it when I'm out in public. But at home, I'm like... Not right. So you just don't, you just, and then does I, it bug you? I usually just forget as yeah. well. So then I forget to go put it on. But yeah, I don't like the feeling of jewelry on me. Yeah. So Jordan was like, can you at least wear it when you're going out at night or something? 
No, I'm rolling. No, I'm rolling single tonight, honey. Sorry, yeah, that was it. a compromise. I try really hard to remember to put it on if I'm going out to it. You know, I, I wear mine when I'm in street clothes and normal clothes, but if I'm in workout gear and I'm going to the gym, I don't wear it. Or if I'm dancing, I don't wear it. I can't stand anything on me either. And I'm fine if I'm walking around. I run an errand after, and I'm in that outfit. I'm fine when I don't have it on. But as soon as I'm in my normal pedestrian clothes I'm like I feel naked and I'm reaching for it I feel like I've lost it but it's just funny depending on what I'm wearing it's weird yeah. <laughs> love it yeah I guess we all have our things totally <laughs> all right let's get to know Lauren a little better with some fun this or that answers all right um beach or pool oh gosh this is such a hard question <laughs> it's supposed to be quick right yeah okay. don't think too hard I want both you can say both. Oh, I think I'm going to go beach, but I want to swim like in the ocean and then I want to go tan by the pool. All right. Okay. <laughs> Chocolate or vanilla? Chocolate. Car or truck? Truck. InSync or Backstreet Boys? Oh, Backstreet Boys. <laughs> LA or New York? New York. Aladdin or Hans? Aladdin. <laughs> Fast or slow? Slow. Uh, Beyonce or Carrie Underwood? Oh, Carrie Underwood. Driver or passenger? Driver. Jeans or khakis? Jeans. Sneakers or heels? Sneakers, for sure. Yacht or jet? Uh, yacht. Cabernet or Chardonnay? Uh, Cabernet. <laughs> And let's we'll finish it off with butts or abs. Oh, butts definitely butts. <laughs> Why didn't you ask her top or bottom? Oh, I thought I'd leave that to you. <laughs> Did I skip over that? Oh, <laughs> variety. Switch it up. <laughs> do you have baby names picked out? That just came to my mind. We do. Okay, don't tell us. I won't tell you. Okay, but yeah, we. I think we're pretty much sold on one boy name and one girl name. Ooh, that's so, good. Yeah. That's impressive. Yeah, and we love them both equally. So it's not like we're even trying to say, oh, I want to use this boy's name. It needs to be a boy. <laughs> that's awesome. We did not have a name for Hudson. We we always had a long list of th- names we liked. Girls were easier names for us for some reason. Hudson, when Hudson was born, we had a list, but we didn't give him a name for two two days. And my oh mom my. was finally like, you are not leaving the hospital without a name for him. Oh, <laughs> she was well, not very happy with me. impressive that you went two days. Is it though? I don't know. Poor kid. I don't <laughs> know. Do it. Well, have your kids ever gone through the phase where they wanted to be called something else? <laughs> um, no, but I know of kids that have. Ryder went through this phase for a month, and he all he wanted to be called was Caillou. So for anyone who doesn't know, Caillou is the worst kid on oh, TV. Oh, I can't stand oh, Caillou. He is the fucking worst, and Ryder <laughs> literally wouldn't reply to his own name. I had to start calling him Caillou in public, and people would be like, I'm sorry, did you just say your kid's name is Caillou? I'm like, oh, and you're like this isn't for real. <laughs> I'm like, Ryder, Ryder, Ryder. Caillou. <laughs> like, couldn't you have picked Batman or something? I know, like Buzz or Woody. <laughs> exactly. Michelangelo, anything but anything. Caillou. Like, oh my so God. hopefully you pick a, a name that your kid likes and never wants I to change it to anything. I video. 
Yeah. Actually, we were filming for Hockey Wise when he was doing that, but oh, they cut it out because I guess they just didn't want to explain it. I don't know, darn. but it was so funny. I was like, God. I feel like you need that footage. I know, right? <laughs> Maybe they were worried about licensing with Caillou, with saying Caillou or something. Oh, probably. Yeah. <laughs> Who knows? Hey, uh, so Lauren, you're a list maker. What's on your bucket list? so many things. <laughs> I feel like I have to chill out a little bit considering I'm having a kid soon. So mm-hmm. my ones that are like go to Japan and go to Australia, I need to push those farther back on the list. <laughs> um, but honestly, I have such small things on my bucket list. Like this year, I wanted to learn to juggle. And I've now learned to juggle. I love that. It's so <laughs> I literally practiced it every day. It was funny because we were at a wedding this summer and Jordan was telling the girls, like, I was trying to nap and Lauren's just juggling in the dark. <laughs> and they're like, why was she juggling, juggling. in the dark? I juggle every day. I need to learn. How oh to my juggle. God, you're hilarious. That's awesome. Okay, you I and you meditate every day. Yeah. yeah. I'm loving and that though you're that part of your bucket list that you're saying, like, some things are small things. I think that's such a wise <laughs> lesson to people. You don't have to have this massive thing yeah, on so your list. I had take a kickboxing class on there because then you feel so accomplished you're like i did yeah Yeah. but i am trying to visit all 50 states and it's great because in new york we're close to so many so i've colored in on my map so many of those states that i wouldn't have done otherwise how many how how many do you have now i think i'm at 21 so i'm almost halfway (laughs) there's lots more to go but my parents and i are doing pennsylvania so that will be another one so i'll be at 22 by november that's awesome that's impressive i'll have to count the ones i've been to you probably have a ton i think i do have quite a few but that whole uh northeast i haven't been to a ton up there i haven't spent much time up there i've just been through a lot from driving right like driving aspen from team to team did you ever stop in the places and then I tried not to, especially, oh, yeah. <laughs> especially like North Dakota. I felt like it took me six days to get through North Dakota. I was like, I've been here forever. You just throw a catheter in and just hit the road. <laughs> Basically. We stopped in Chicago and brought back a bunch of pizzas for my girlfriend. Oh, perfect. <laughs> Chicago deep dish. Exactly. So yeah. <laughs> hey, Lauren, do you have a favorite song or what's on your playlist right now? I have a hard time choosing a favorite song well one of my good friends brett kissel mm-hmm. right. codette also knows and is great he just came out with a new song drink about me which i keep replaying over and over again i haven't heard it yet i just saw him the other day though so good but sing it yeah, sing it, it lauren <laughs> no i can't sing it <laughs> yes you can i want you to check him out <laughs> he's doing it he's doing a great and then um as she sweeps over i'm gonna come back and try and make you sing <laughs> um and hamilton the musical i um, listen to all the time jordan tells me to shut it off but <laughs> yeah how many days so away are you from a total of a thousand days of meditating every day i actually don't know i'm at 900 and something i want to say i'm like wow in a row no- in 30 not in a row i'm at like 730 days in a row though wow so and do then you, I'm at a thousand total do you what do you just have little marks on your where do you do you have a little I, journal timer the app okay every time you do a meditation on it or even just like a silent meditation i'll just set the timer and then it tracks it so then you can do you, have your stars. Do you de- yeah <laughs> do you decide how long you're meditating or do you let it tell you 
No, I decide. Yeah. I do silent meditation. So I usually just choose my time and mm. it's anywhere from, I have this rule that like one di- one minute counts. So if that's all I can fit in in a day. At least I did it today, but I max out at 20 minutes. So somewhere from one to 20 minutes. And then it's yeah. called, after that, it's called a nap. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> then I just lie down with a pillow. <laughs> I need to do that. I've, I'm not a meditator. I've done it a couple times just in a group situation where it's a lead meditation. I've always enjoyed it, but I've really never taken the time to do that for myself. I think it would be very mind clearing. Is that what, what's the biggest benefit yes, for you? Yes, it's. Well, for me, some people, it calms them. For me, I feel like if I'm having like a lull in my day, it actually energizes me. So I don't like to do it before I go to bed because I'll be like, oh, now I need to go do something. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, But I feel like it also just calms me in other situations. Like if I want to flip out on someone, I'll do my meditative breathing. Mm -hmm. Wait, (laughs) you flip out on someone? I need to actually see that. (laughs) I don't because I meditate now. (laughs) I can't even picture it. Do you yeah. do you use the do you use the app to which app is it? Um, I use Insight Timer. Okay. Because I just do the timing, but if I am doing um, one where I'm following along, I usually use Budify. Okay. Okay. That one you have to pay for though. All right. And I really love the book Ten Percent Happier by Dan Harris, and he has an app too. So I should probably get on getting his app, but. Okay. I need to, even my, so my youngest daughter has, um, she's meditated a couple of times and tells me, mom, you know, you should really meditate. She's 11. And I think it's so cute. Yeah. She's been, I don't know if it was like, um, one of Ray's uncles had the meditating once. And I think over at Don's, she was, she meditated once with, with one of the apps. She's like, mom, I think you need this. So I don't know if I was a little high strung one day. (laughs) Yeah. I don't know what I was doing that day. You're yelling at them. I don't, I don't yell. (laughs) (laughs) clearly she must have sensed i needed a break but um anyways it was cute because she actually she felt calm from it so she was like you should really try this that's so great yeah and i don't know if it was a breathing like do you lead your you have your own breathing or does it does it say picture a stream like what do we it it doesn't i think i would find that more distracting you can do those but i just lead my own breathing yeah (laughs) kodad i love do you meditate? No. <laughs> can't even sit still and watch any a show or meditate or do anything. I can't sit still. You know who texted me the other day that she started meditating was Kim Hendricks. And oh, I'm really? Like, I'm so proud of you. Oh, good for yeah. her. <laughs> That's so cute. Oh, good. And so you have, okay, so how do people find your cookbooks? On my website, yeah, com, which is really hard to spell. <laughs> spell it. Um, yeah, so I... Lauren, L-A-U-R-E-N-R-O-D-Y-C-H-E-B-E-R-L-E dot com. com. Okay. <laughs> Jordan's like, you know you did that to yourself, right? <laughs> Taking a hyphenated last name. I'm hyphenated too. Oh, are you? Mm-hmm. Yes. And is it such a pain to spell all the time for people? No, it's pretty simple, but it's just long. It's Henderson. <laughs> Henderson's my maiden name. So Henderson Whitney. Okay, but you probably still have to spell because they're like, how many R's, how many yeah. S's? S-O-N, yeah. yeah. I spell it all, but whatever. It's my name. I, okay. I don't mind spelling it. I have, to, I have to spell my first yeah. name too, so it's all right. good. Right, it's true, yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, so I have a shop on my website, and they can buy the cookbooks right from there, okay. and they get shipped right to their door. Excellent. Perfect. And I bought one of your pans. 
Oh, yeah. oh, I have a pan Number too. Yeah. Oh, it's the best. The brownie pan is yeah. life. <laughs> I need to use it more. I think I was trying to make like my own version of egg, like easy oh, yeah. egg kind of, I don't know. Yeah. Like Clearly. omelets. Yeah. That's the word. <laughs> I was going to say like a sous vide, but it's not sous vide. It's just, you know, easy breakfast things for my kids. I may, right. have, I may have overcooked it a little bit. Preppy. Yeah, oh. exactly. <laughs> yeah. I'm impressed yeah. that you burned the eggs. <laughs> I didn't burn them. I didn't burn the eggs. I they, they might have been a little firm. They just yeah. didn't do well. They yeah. didn't do well. And then my kids gave me shit because you can also hard boil your eggs in there. So just stick the full egg, right? Yeah. So I attempted that, and okay. then they were giving me a hard time because they were like, "You even burnt the eggshells." I'm like, "You guys, that happens. It it was hard." boiled after i didn't actually burn it they're giving me shit too so and then did you tell them to make their own You're like, eggs? go live somewhere yes, else. And make your own freaking eggs well that's why now they have all these like microwave dinners and like and then harper will make her own little things right harper makes her own. harper's the most independent kid in the family she has to be that third child thing yeah meditating and cooking i like it i'm yeah. proud of her i'm proud of her She's oh yeah do she's big awesome. things <laughs> she is Okay, so you have your two cookbooks and your ebook available on your website. You got it. And people can follow you on your Instagram. Is that your full yeah, name too? Which is Lauren Reddick Eberly as well. Okay. I love watching your adventures. People can Thank follow you. you on there. <laughs> I post a lot. I love it. Though. I love it. I love to follow it too. You're interactive. And that's another thing that I love about you oh, is that you make you. time for everybody. And um, yeah. I think people appreciate that, right? Thanks. So. Yeah, I always try and set aside time to actually sit down and answer questions and respond. And my kids are trying to break in again. Just <laughs> she even put a post in now. The board, I can see the window or the doors shattering Actually, behind you. Separate post in now. Yesterday, I had like eight that led them to their snacks and led them away from me. And then they're still just like, hey, <laughs> we want <fuck>. it. <laughs> but I tell you on the notes. <laughs> uh, well, Lauren, okay. when I come to New York, I'm going to have to try and give you a little bit of notice and hopefully we can get together. Yep. Maybe we can hit a show together. Oh my I god, would that would be the that. best trip for you guys. Uh, that would be yeah. so fun. Would be in, have you seen Hades Town yet? No, I haven't. <gasps> so good. I saw it. That's we'll see it together. Oh, okay. oh, I already saw it, but you should see it, and then we'll talk about it. <laughs> have you seen the Rockettes? I feel like that would be so up your alley. Uh, I have seen the Rockettes. I actually auditioned. I got into the Rockettes. I was cast as a Rocket, but I did not have um, a U.S. passport or, or a visa. Uh, so I couldn't do it. But I went to the massive call and got called back, called back and got the job and then couldn't do it. Amazing. So, I mean, I feel like I was a almost rocket, but. Yeah. <laughs> almost a rocket. An almost rocket. You're, you're a rocket in That's my a eyes. That's a bucket list checking itself. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Rocket in my eyes, Bridge. It's so great, though. I actually just took my sister last year. She had never been to New York around Christmas time. So we went and we saw the Rockettes. Christmas spectacular. It's it's so fun. So okay. festive. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. Why don't you take us out with a song? <laughs> how about New How about New York, New York? Oh gosh, I, I don't even know how it goes. <laughs> Start spreading the news. You really want me to sing? Yeah, to I do. Um, I'll sing a Disney song. Okay, sing us a Disney song. <laughs> oh gosh, have you ever heard the wolf cry to the blue corn moon? Or as the grinning bobcat, why he grinned. Ooh, love it. <laughs> Thunderous love it. applause. Maybe. So good, I get goosebumps. Damn, I wish I'm I could sing. 
screwing up. Thank you. Yeah. Thanks so much. I loved I loved having you and being able to and chat with you. I'm so proud of you ladies for starting this. I ask Odette questions all the time. <laughs> and I love that you always promote us. You're so sweet. You're yeah. so kind. I think yeah. people don't realize how much work it is with the prep time and the editing. It's not just one hour podcast. <laughs> it takes us forever. <laughs> it literally takes us forever. Because we talk too much. So the editing is an issue. Yeah. <laughs> Robbie's well, smirking so over here. Yeah, Robbie's like, my God. <laughs> yeah, well, we, we're so happy to have you. And thank you for coming on. Thanks yeah. again. Have a happy, healthy pregnancy. Thank you. Your yeah. I'll post our bump pictures. Yeah, we'll be following <laughs> along. <laughs> All right. Okay. Take good care. Chat Bye. soon. Bye. Bye. Hey, wait. Can we do like a little camera selfie? Can you get close to the camera, Bridge? Thanks for hanging out. You've been listening to Our Hockey Life with Codette LaBarbera and Bridget Whitney. Join us next week when we get to introduce you to another great hockey friend. Make sure to follow us on Instagram at Our Hockey Life and at Codette LaBarbera.